0: Hi, this is John Bruni, and you're listening to Motivation & Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today, if you can believe it, is the 23rd of August, 2019. And before we get started, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. I am a genius. I am a multi-millionaire. Whatever you want to put to I am, and you say it for a minimum of 21 days, it will start to change your mind physiology. As I say it, you will rewire and refire. And I'm doing some magnificent things right now with this. Um, I'm learning so many things right now. I I can't even go into it. Um, but there are no I can'ts in this. It's how do we do it or how can I? When you pose the how can I. You're going to get an answer. And like I said, when I when motivation muscle came to mind, that came to me in the middle of the night because I kept putting it out to the universe. What am I going to call my podcast show? What am I going to – I think it was a day or two. I'm not kidding you. It was like somebody hit me right in the head, woke me right up. I always have a small recorder or a notebook with a pen right on my nightstand. Very small. doesn't take up any room because my clock's on it. I wrote it down. I fell right back to sleep, and that's how we got created. So that's the way you do things. Also, too, I'm not going to go into any of the investment or anything because until I start seeing some in here, there's no need to talk about it. You know it costs a lot to run the show. Anything you like to invest in is greatly appreciated. Also, too. Go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We've got the great Kara Shaw on coming in here momentarily. Um, Go out and look at all the shows Kara and I have done. And we'll be doing many, many more down the road because she, among many people here, are very vital. As I say, they're big spokes in my big wheel here. And that's how we run everything because they're quality people that actually do what they talk about. If you listen to a lot of these shows and, and these experts out here, I guarantee you, I bet probably 95%, maybe more, don't do anything like we do. And that's how you learn. Because we, she and I and so many people are out doing and doing and learning and learning and making failures and making mistakes. But that is the way you become great. Believe me. Don't be afraid to fail. It's that good. Also, too, go out to com slash, uh, we don't want to go out there, Um, go out to my, um, uh, what do I want to call it, my uh, MailChimp channel, you can get the newsletter, all you got to do is sign up through M&M, goes right out to MailChimp, and you'll be on the list where you know how much content I put out on the blog and on uh, M&M, because we're coming up to our fifth anniversary, the end of September. I'm thinking and planning some people, um, and I'd like to do maybe groups of even two and three with me. Maybe people have, don't even know each other, but it'd be a lot of fun if we can rotate time and everything because, you know, a lot of people are working during the day, and then we got to find out the nights and what I'm doing and all that, but I'd like to get a few shows on. It'd be a lot of fun. It'd be great for people that have heard of this one and that one and really like the shows, We got to get them together and let them meet each other, at least over Skype. It's very important, man. You know, even though you're not shaking hands uh, together, you know, skin to skin, in my opinion, you're still shaking hands, and that's real important. Also, too, this is important, just like the products and everything. You want to buy advertising with us, okay? That is that important. It's very reasonable. We're going to be here for 30 more years minimum, and we want to create not only the family here we have, but we want to create something where you and I can help one another. Earn money, create more welfare for each other. And obviously, you know, I want, I'm want i going national with this show, and it might be sooner than later with some stuff I got cooking right now. And also, too, we can offer more solutions because the more money you have, it allows you – Maybe you got to buy a piece of software. Maybe we got to go and rent somewhere to have a big town hall and get people together that are on the show. And we speak to people and influence people and people have things that they want to market and sell. That's okay, too, because everyone wants to see people thrive in m M&M. m That's the way it is. That's what we stand for and live for here. So think about that. Also, Our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And before I bring Kara in, I just want to say something I told her. Paul Thor sent me a note from Wales. That's where he's from. He's a great lifter, stone lifter. And also, too, before I go into this quick, anybody who knows Gary Taylor in Wales, we want him on Motivation and Muscle, former strongman, obviously WSM, Killer Olympic lifter, too. And I think he might have even did some bodybuilding at one time. He was one of my favorites, man. That was in the day of a hole in and, and uh, Manfred Horrible, all those guys. Just great stuff. Anybody that knows him, tell me and get a hold of me through Facebook. Eric Fiorello, I would love to have him on. But Paul Thor, I was telling Kara before we came on, I've really added this stone ro- uh, rowing to the, to the routine. And I can go anywhere from six to ten stones, um, and they go anywhere from ah, you know, like I said, probably eighty pounds up to two fifty, and that's a lot of rowing when you're going through the whole cycle of it. I put a picture of it up the other day on etched in stone. But here's the kicker that really crushes you. Anybody that's never done it, I would tell you go out and read some of the old York barbell articles. Go out and do a straight-arm pullover. You lay on your back. It's mainly deep, deep breathing to increase the rib cage size. But, as I said, you build bat wings like you wouldn't believe, as we call them. Um, And you don't use a lot of weight because you will injure yourself with a straight-arm pullover very easy. But let me tell you, you start one, two, three, four, like eight rounds like I'm done. I'm telling you right now, I was telling Kara, I could hardly move. I was so jack-pumped and felt... I'll tell you, I felt like someone could shoot a bazooka through the center of me, and I'd keep coming at you. That's how good it feels. And to let everybody know, I don't think I've come down from last night either too much. I'm just like jacked out of my skull right now. So on that note, I'm going to give you some information on Kara, and we'll get her right in here. Number one, a podiatrist, entrepreneur, competitive powerlifter, and strong woman. And this is going to be real interesting today because we are going to. I want to get, like, Kara's going to be our reporter tonight. I want her to tell me some of the things she saw at this year's gathering that maybe set her back a little bit. She was like, wow. And just the overall atmosphere. And then we're going to go into strength, power, and tenacity. And we're going to give our versions of it, and obviously we're going to meld it together and give you a killer show. So, Carol, welcome back. You know, it's always an honor to have you on here, and I love what you represent, and thanks for coming in.
1: Hi, thank you for having me on. I'm really happy to be on. It's a a pleasure speaking to you again.
0: Absolutely. Um, Give out any websites, anything you got coming up, and then we'll get right into the gathering, if you would, please.
1: All right. I'm actually going to do a shout-out to one of my friends, Shinty i'm going to do on a website or like anyone that's um like my gym and things like that she's a strong girl and she's currently just went through an injury and coming back into powerlifting. and without this girl like she's a total inspiration um without this girl like honestly she just keeps me going so she does and she helps me through so much so i just wanted to give a wee shout out to her
0: yeah no problem <laughs> that's all right what else you got anything else
1: um, I don't really think so, no.
0: Okay. <laughs> no. Hey, you, you know who we had on? I, I don't know if you ever met her. Have you ever met Kiki Johnson? From Norway? No,
1: I, I haven't met I've got her on my Facebook, so I get to see like things she's <laughs> posting and things like that. Um she, she's on my Facebook.
0: You love her, man. I'm telling you, what a blast she was. It was so good, man. Um all right, let I, I I'm very anxious to hear it from you. The gathering, it was bigger than ever, I know that. We know it was quite noisy. What What did you see? Did anything or many things um, grab you? Um, what, what did you get out of the gathering this year, Cara?
1: Um, well, the gathering this year, obviously the games was a big part of it. Um, it was actually nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was more like, I, can, I don't know, Denny. Games Day, yep. um, where obviously there, it's all about stone lifting, there was all different types of stones there, Charlie's Stones being there as well, that being part of the main event, so it was actually good to sit and see that all happening, um, as I say, and then Charlie's Stones, um, they were really busy as well, yeah. the amount of folk that are actually just coming to these things now. To try Charlie's Stones, um mm-hmm. they're becoming such a big thing. So yeah, it was really, really good to see. It. And then obviously Donna Moore was there. Yeah. She lifted the Denny's. She done seven of Charlie's Stones. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um and then Jack was there as well. Like of I, I absolutely yep. love yep. Jack Shanks. He yep. is just the loveliest man ever. I just love him so much. Him and Joyce are just so so nice. Um, so I so it was good. Um, it was such a good gathering this year. We really enjoyed it. No. Um, I had my niece there as well, so nice. she
0: she really yeah. enjoyed it as well. Yeah, so it was uh, good. Well, that's good stuff too that you're bringing your niece with you. And, and we know the let Charlie was on I think two weeks ago, and we really got into. Hard Blair Stones, more than ever. And one yeah. of the things, you know, you and I have talked about this, obviously. Your niece was with you. Um, this Look, the whole event, I know, is bigger than ever now. And it will be bigger and bigger as time goes yeah. on. But you know what's real interesting? I think this is one of the great things about the gathering is this. The Art Blair Stones opens up a pathway for anybody to lift yeah. stones, okay? That's real important because you and I both know the stones, the gentlemen were lifting uh, you know, with the different dinny movements they were doing yeah. um, you know, most people couldn't even budge them, roll them, you know so, this is where Charlie and the Art Blair Stones really shine, and I think that yeah. you're going to see I, with the growing of the gathering, what, what I hope to see at least is, I hope we're going to turn out some uh, new stone lifters at a very young age. You know, we we're talking. Yeah, about...
1: I think so. Go ahead. I mean, I I think so because, like my niece, like I'm always talking about what yep. I do to, with my niece. I tell her I do powerlifting. Yep. I talk about the stones, and we done we done a big tour that weekend. Like we drove away up to John O'Groats because Charlie was at May Games. Okay, um, so I just thought stuff it. Let's make a big weekend of it. So. I took my niece on a big road trip kind of thing and I would, every place, like, see we were passing all the manhood stone places because yep. um, a lot of them were, like, in Inverness area and I'm like, that stone's there and this stone's here. <laughs> so I was talking to her about yeah. it. Yep. Um, and then we got up to the Highland Games and she's like, I want to get a wee shot of them. So I had her, she got a wee, wee kilt on and things like that. She, she did a wee tartan skirt and so I was like, right, yep. like, you can put up the stone. So and then she got the first one up and she's like, and can I think I can get that second one up? Like I was, nice. I was. She, I think she was helping us when we were putting everything away, yeah. and she was like, "I tried to lift it, and it was coming up." And I was like, "Right, yeah. like, that's your next aim." And then we went to the Donald Denny Day. Um, yep. It was raining. She didn't get a wee shot of the stones. It was raining when we were there, and then we ended up going around, kind of talking to people and things. Sure. And then, um, and then by that time it was time to go. The, the games had moved over to the the Adler Stones. But she's so excited now about stone lifting, and I had took her up to the bridge, and I was yep. showing her where the stones were show, um, found because uh, it was, uh, was it Jack, or was it David Webster, told us where he, f- oh, it was David Webster. Yeah. See, when they were doing the actual walks along the bridge. Yep. Um, the, 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 That was not last year, was it the year before? Yep. Was it they'd done the actual walks across the Yeah, that was David the year Webster's- before.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Yeah, David Webster actually showed us where he, Like found the stones and things like that. So I was telling her like where they were all found, and I was showing her the bridge. And I was like, then I took her actually up to the Denny stones to get a wee feel of them, and went up onto the truck and she got a wee feel of them, and she was actually really, really interested in it. Um, And like she's all, she kept going, I can't wait to go back and try those stones. And she's so determined to get Andy's to get um, Charlie's uh, second stone up.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, she's just, I Kayla just absolutely loved it.
0: Well, you know something, you're doing you're doing a great thing for it, too. And, you know, we talked about Lawrence and we were talking about my nephew, Danny. I mean, um, these kids, you know, I just found, I, you know, he was saying the same thing. You know, if I'm, I don't push Danny at all with it, all right? What I do, if they come over or I go over to my sister's house, I might say to him, hey, you want to go over for a little while and look at some stones? He's never said no to me. And now I know I've got the hook in him. Yeah, it. But, but
1: that's it, it's like you plant a seed and you let the flower grow, that's it,
0: you just, yeah. 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 Well, the thing is, too, your niece is seeing your example, and how many times have we talked about this, is this, think about what a young girl or a young boy, it doesn't matter what age, but they're very young and impressionable right now, think about what they're seeing around them, it forms patterns in them, and when your niece sees her Aunt Cara doing all these, big lifts and stone lifts and all that and giving her the teaching the knowledge not just saying oh that's a stone you know you know the name you know what you got you know the history about it see this is what's so unique this is that you know you don't see this stuff taught god damn it here most of the gym classes are gone now all right you wonder why kids are obese and all they do is sit on a on a a sofa with a with video games or or they got or all they're doing is texting all the time you know like my niece Olivia she is such an awesome girl um and she started playing tennis and she'll be doing it she'll be uh a freshman in high school this year and she lost her phone or it broke or whatever and my mother was saying you know i guess she was like pretty upset, like very upset about it. And I said, I understand it, but you see how addictive this shit is? It's a addic- yeah. It's like they can't, I, I see, I tell my nieces all the time and, and they kind of laugh, but they, they do it. I say, you know, I'll say like, Suzanne, do your uncle a favor and get that phone out of your pocket. Yeah. And I, I yeah. and, and she'll be like, why? And I'm like, because it's putting rays into your organs, and you could end up having – and I don't want to get them all panicked. My sister will yeah. go, not I mean, that's like, You don't you want to start seeing. you can yeah. end up with
1: this, you can do that. It's going yeah, like yeah. you. You're going to
0: end up with this disease <laughs> but, but it is.
1: It's like I try to turn that into a positive of, like, you'll not need it. Like, Kayla, like, when she was coming to me that weekend, she's like – Honestly, like the things that Wayne brought, I'd like, bring board games, because we hired a wigwam, because yeah. I like to do something different. We done we went up to uh, John O'Groats, we stayed in a wigwam, so I was like, right at night, we'll play some board games. I was like, what board games you got? So she brought one of her board games. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to bring my laptop. And I'm like, why are you bringing that? You won't need it. I'm like, when are you <laughs> going to use your laptop? And she's like, well, I could think. I was like, no. Is <laughs> that your laptop space? Like, you can bring your board games and we'll play them. And I have to say, like, I'm better than all of games. <laughs> she tried to right. cheat and I still won. <laughs> right. <But laughs> Had you to know, teach the hard lesson that, <laughs> yeah, you don't cheat, I'll win. But, um, you know, you know what the gr-
0: but the great thing you're doing is you're breaking her off that for a few days.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it. That is it. I say she, she didn't once we played her board games. She didn't need her laptop once. Nope. Um, nope. So I, and as I say, like – She was she was paranoid. She's ten years old, and she was paranoid about the travel because we were driving. We left at eight in the morning, and we didn't get to John O'Groats till six at night. We did do stop offs. Um, we were in an abandoned castle, and then we went to Loch Ness to find nice. Nessie and things like that. Yep. Um, so she was like, wanted a, a wee travel pill. I felt like I was drugging her every time I gave <laughs> her one, <like laughs> a half of one. She was falling asleep for like two hours at a time. So she was kind of falling asleep mostly. Yep, yep. Um, either that or she was just kidding on. She was sleeping because I was telling her all about the history of stones. She's yep. just like, can't be bothered listening to her anymore. I'll just kid on, and sleep.
0: sleeping. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> um, to
1: sleep. Yep. Nah. <laughs> so we, we done that, and say she had an absolute ball, so she did um but i whenever i take him it's like she's got a laptop and things like that if it's anywhere you're going you're just yeah. like no you don't need that yep. and me and my friend actually done that my friends bought me a it's a thing called go ape yeah and it's an out it's a obstacle course and trees and you have to do we done it was uh, the uk's longest zip wire and things like that. it was the most terrifying thing i've ever done in my life I hate heights. <laughs> and you're just dangling with this harness thing that you've put yep. on yourself and you're like yep. Fuck if that falls, like I'm, I'm just <laughs> I like, I'm a goner. <laughs> yep. It was absolutely it was so terrifying. It's yep. so so terrifying. Yep. But you could take your phone on to the obstacle course, but we didn't do it because we didn't have pockets and things. It was a lovely day and we thought, let's just go do the yeah. obstacle course. Yeah. And me, and my friend actually said, see to sit there and just enjoy each other's company. Yep. We'd done the obstacle course. There was no this posing for photos, yep. no videos, nothing like that. We literally went, enjoyed ourselves, had such a good time. And one thing, my, fr- my friend runs a business as well. She's, um, she's a podiatrist, but her okay. and her husband have a butcher business. Yep. She says, soon she got on into the car, picked up her phone. She's like, I hated the fact that I was engrossed in my phone for about 10, 15 minutes after. Yeah. Like, I'd literally just picked it up. I had all business mails to reply to. I'd everything like that. She's like, and it literally took all my attention. Yep. She's like, and yeah, we had such a good time in there, in the minute we got on our phone, that was it, faces on our phones. Yeah. Um and it is, I think it becomes it's just that like if I lost my phone, I would be totally lost. I would feel like someone had cut off my hands. Yeah. If I lost my phone, I mean a big part of my work, my business is done through my mobile. Same. Here. But I yeah. am I spend so much time in social media and it's actually a thing that I'm stopping to do at night time because I think you sit roaming through I can sit for an hour and roam through social media. Yep. And I'm like, do you know, I actually should go back to maybe reading a book yeah. or watching a documentary. Cause I've found on Netflix, there's a whole load of strength documentaries and things okay. like that. Yep. And it's like, I should actually be starting to do something like that and putting my phone down. Yep. Because I think even as, as much as children are very addicted to adults are too.
0: Sure they are. Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Um, there's a couple of things I've been doing. It's like, um, you want, I keep talking about the reptilian brain and all the cold water therapy I'm doing. Um, yeah. Now, when I got done training last night, it was very hot and humid here. Again, I dumped seven. I, I am sure you know what I'm talking about. Like in any, I don't know if you have Home Depots there or Lowe's or anything, but you go in a big hardware store and they have the big buckets. They use it usually, I think, for sheetrocking, the mix, the yeah. glass. Okay. So if picture that. I had eight buckets of that filled to the top, dumping over my head. I mean, I was like, I was like, (laughs) but you know what? I'm going to tell you something about cold water. When you're in cold water and it's coming down in the frontal lobe of your brain. So you're standing under the, basically the shower like that. And you can rotate back and forth, turn around, whatever. What ends up happening with that, which is very interesting, two things. Um, Number one, when the water's cold like that, There's no outside world coming in your head. So if something happened to you yesterday, nothing's going to enter. And then secondly, I do incantations of, you know, like when we talk about I am a winner, I'm a champion. I'll talk about things like um, I am receiving, I am receiving now, I am receiving all the wealth the universe has for me now. Now, I will say that. I can stand in that ice-cold water now for approximately, now I'm up to eight minutes, okay? I want to oh get up. Oh, my God. Well, you know what I'm doing tomorrow? After I go out and do shopping, my very last place that I'll stop is a is a store. I'm buying a bag of ice, and as soon as I get done with my lunch, I'm going out in the backyard no matter what it's doing out, I'm going to sit on the picnic bench and I'm going to put my feet, submerge them in the, no. in the cold ice and see how long I can take it. Well, I'll tell oh, you what
1: that's crazy. I'll
0: tell you what they used to do in Russia, which was interesting. And I want to do it here. The only thing is you probably get you, they'd probably call the cops if somebody saw you. <laughs> but but in, the, but in the winter, right, I'd go in my little sauna. It'd be like a sauna for two people. All right. Yeah. So you're sitting there after you lift, you take your get down to whatever you're going to get down to, throw it outside, get right in there, sweat it out for a little while, and basically what they used to do is they would have nothing on and roll around in the snow. Because it, it, that's, it, it was incredible. They were they were measuring, like, immunity I and all that. I hope you've
1: got a private garden and your, <laughs> your neighbors can't see them. <laughs> eh,
0: you know what? Like I said, the most the most that's going to happen is I'll have the cops knocking on my door. What are you doing, man? He's streaking out. Yeah, so I, no, I'll be can't like, like, no. you explain
1: that to them? Yeah, um, I know. I know. I'm just well, rolling about naked in my yeah.
0: garden. <laughs> 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 it will be like, it'll be like okay, whatever. Like it's
1: actually part of strength training. And be Absolutely. Like, right,
0: okay. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, the thing is, the recovery, and it's not, look, it's like anything you got to bear it, because I've said on the show before, Wim Hof is the one that created all this stuff. I want to go to his place in Poland, and I'd like to go next year, where literally you submerge yourself in water that most people would kill him literally oh. so
1: see i just don't know if i could cope with that like i would could dip do a it. Toe in and you the rest could do of you wouldn't go in i'm kind of like an all-or-nothing person so i would need to sit at the side or something and roll it just get in there get right under it because if i dip a toe in i ain't going yeah. in there i've done yeah. it before like i've you know it's like you go to these places maybe like a sauna there's a plunge yeah. pool and things yeah. like that yeah. I mean it is so refreshing when you do it you just grin and bear it, and you just get yeah. the balls to do it, and you do it, and yeah. you do feel so much better. But yeah. I don't know; I've never tried. Like you see, it. I see a lot of folk on my my social media doing oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like they're in a bath of cold water with ice, or they've got a bucket and they're, they're in that. But
0: I think he climbed Mount Everest in a pair of shorts. My God, that's crazy, go isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got to go out. It's um. It's I think it's either W-I-M or W-M-Hoff, H-O-F-F, I think it is. Go out and listen to his videos. I mean, it was a few years back, I think. His immune system is so strong, they injected him with some kind of virus that he should have got very sick. The virus didn't even touch him.
1: My God. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, you can. You can kind of program your body yeah. to fight yep. against things like that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that, I think – Think about this. We all, you and me and everybody else, has a thing called the reptilian brain. You know, when we think of reptilian, think of, like, the alligators that are still swimming. Um, Anything of that era. Um, The problem is why we can't get down to it is because of all the crap we've accumulated from the outside. So when you're rewiring and you're doing all this stuff, it starts killing All the old stuff, that was no good. The thing that I found more than anything with this is your subconscious mind doesn't want to let it go. And I've had – I I told people this before and they're like, you got to be crazy. And I was like, not really. I've had it where you would start flushing stuff out and out of nowhere – all these negative things would start coming at you to the point where it seemed like somebody was firing bullets at you. And yeah. it's like you thought you were going to fucking lose it, but you didn't, man. You you hung out and you got rid of it. And it's just the subconscious mind saying, I'm not going to let you go this easy. So when yeah. you're overriding all that stuff, this is what happens. But we could talk about that. It's just awesome stuff. But here's something that is really awesome too, strength, power, and tenacity. Kara what what's your version, whether it's for you, the definition to you or both? Strength. What's strength to you?
1: Strength. For some people, strength is picking up heavy weights in the gym. And for other folk it's actually just been able to get out of their bed in the morning. Yeah. A strength is I, I see a strength as a goal. If you can improve or set a goal for yourself and you complete it, you've improved in your strength, whether it be mental or physical um I'm a, I'm a great believer i like to set goals list i've got a wee list i'm a list person i've got like ocd i totally love having lists <laughs> i've got a list for my lists. i love the lists yep. and in my phone i have got a list of goals and that's improving my strengths so i've got goals of everything i want to do as i say it could be daft things it's like there's a wee island next that's, that's not far from me millport i want to walk around that and see if i walk around that that's me ticked another goal do you know what i mean and that's, yeah. that's another strength underneath my belt that's that's a wee, it's an achievement, do you know what I mean? And and achievements alone make you feel like you're stronger, it makes you feel like you're a better person, it makes you feel like you've improved. So it could be anything, as I say, it just, I think strength is an individual thing, as I say, whether it be mental, whether it be physical, is it just getting your ass to the gym and going for an induction? That's strength alone. You made the first step, that is the first step towards you improving. So as long as you're improving and you keep going, that's strength.
0: Well, it's it's a state of mind to me in a big way, but you know what I don't want to ask you too. Being a strong woman, obviously, people I'm sure with your business and everything you do, but I'm sure people will pick you out of a crowd, correct? I mean, uh, there's got <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's usually the red hair that does it. Um, yeah. yeah, but but what I'm saying, like, yeah, go ahead.
1: As, I mean I'm, I, I do that. I work. I train. Yeah, you do. I mean, they probably would because I do. I'm a wee bit different. um, And I probably do stand out personality wise as well as what I do in my life.
0: Yeah. Well, you're and you're I can tell without meaning you're very outgoing and you like to talk and and people like
1: to talk. I can talk to a brick wall.
0: (laughs) But, but, But you know what the thing is? Think about all the people that are afraid to speak to people. I mean, it's nice that you're comfortable. That's what my mom always has said well,
1: I do. Me. I mean, I've been doing it. I've worked with the public. I mean, there's nothing more queer as folk. And yeah. the public can sometimes can be very difficult to, to yes. deal with. I've dealt with the public since yep. I was 15 years old in my yep. job. Yep. And, I mean, I have people that come into to me that don't really talk. But yep. I will chat away to them, whether it be asking them, so what's for your tea tonight, what are you having for your dinner, what do you yep. do at the weekends, yep. you any holidays, and I will just continue. Even if they're just one-word answers, I'll talk to them, I'll talk to them. And then you'll find the next time they come in, they talk a wee bit more to you. Yep. And then you find the next time they come in, they're actually having a wee joke with you. Yep. So yeah, it's yep. important communication. Definitely. Communication
0: is key. Definitely. Well... Strength, I see, has got so many facets. We know strength of mind, strength of body, obviously, strength of your spirit. But, you know, I've always said from the beginning, obviously, my focal point is always going to be strong, too. You know, the gym, like you said, all that. And obviously, with my brother Jimmy being such a, you know, to have an impression of that still from a young kid, it never went away and it never will went away. But this is one thing I've said. I advise people all the time. When life feels like it is unraveling all over you, you know what you need to do, folks? You need to get back in that gym and get strong. And I've had it with the business where things were going, it looked like the place was burning down. Here's what I did, and I learned this a lot of times the hard way. I would just stop what I was doing, get myself ready, be outside within an hour, and I'd be training. Now, here's the greatest thing of all. I'm not, I've am that i got that Italian streak where I can get pretty, pretty antsy about shit when, when <laughs> things are going bad like that, and that's not good. So what you do yeah. is you unplug from that. You get out there, and now even if it's one heavy movement, what it does, it diffuses you, and you're not thinking about that anymore because what you're thinking about is what Kara said. You're creating success, and when you're creating success via goals, guess what? When you come back into the house, you shower, maybe have a bite to eat, and come back and go after what you're going I guarantee you there's been not one time it failed me because I had a clear head and I was ready to come back. And there's nothing like blowing those endorphins and hormones up. When you come in here, you're a different beast. You're more alert. You're more eager to to conquer whatever it is that's got you. And even if you don't get it that day, you will get it the next day. That, to me, is what strength is all about. One other thing, too, with strength is what Kara does with people that come in and she does work on them is this. There's nothing wrong with using your strength to help others. And I know people said to me, well, that that makes you look weak. No, you look weak when you're walking around like you got a stick up your ass and flaring your lats and say, look at me, look at me. I got news for you. I don't give a shit about any of that. I could care less. You know where it comes down to? It comes down to when you go out and you make your mark wherever it is you're training or with whom – but the biggest thing you can do is lend your strength to somebody that maybe's down on their luck, maybe needs a kind word, maybe, just think about this, like Ard Blair Stones, maybe you get them interested in what you're doing. Coach them or point them to someone that can help them out. That, to me, is what true strength is. You know, you see somebody struggling, go over and help them out.
1: That's, I think that's really important. I do that in is. my gym. Like, yeah. they, they support me as much as I support them. Absolutely. I'm a, different, I'm a different kind of lifter. A lot of them do. It's a lot of strength training. My gym's quite good. it 's has like got women that lift, and it's women of all yep. capacities, women of all shapes and sizes, and they all go and support each other in a class. It's basically building their confidence within a lifting community because it's not it's not a thing that everyone can just walk in and do. Nope. So They're learning. They're in wee groups of classes and things, and it's really good to see And then there's, like, a lot of the guys do the bodybuilding. But I'm, like, the only powerlifter in my gym. I love it. Um, And we've got good banter and we're poor talk. And they kind of, like, it took, not that it took them a while to get used to me, but, like, my way of lifting. And the guy that's in the gym, he's a bodybuilder. And he does my leg sessions once a week. And, like, see, like, when I'm in the gym and I'm going to do a big lift, they know when I'm going to do a big lift. And they'll be round about you. And they shout you on. And it really does make a difference. And it's, like, one of the guys in the gym, he was doing like rack pulls, and yep. um, he was like asked me to film, and I was like, right, come on, I'll shout you on. I'll do it. Like yep. I'm kind of known as a gym bully, but I'm not really a bully. If I make them lift more and make them achieve more, that's yep. it's actually like someone that's really there to help you, yeah, <laughs> even though yeah, they call absolutely. me the gym bully. That's so, alright. He, he'll be like, I'm going to do a set of ten. So he'll do a set of ten. I'm like, right, that was too easy. Get more weight on that and do a set of six. And I'll start like going, come on, right, lower your reps, higher, like increase your weight. Come on, do this. Yep. And then he's like. Like, sometimes i stand back and be like, God, I can't believe I've done that. And it's like, well, do you know what? Sometimes you just need a push. Sometimes you just need someone in your face to go, do you know what? Let's do it. Come on, get it up. Yep. And I think it's good to see if you get that support. right? Like, I don't know what I'd do without the folk in my gym. And even the girl I was giving a shout-out to, Shinty, she supports me as much as we don't stay near each other. We do get training sessions together now and again. But she's there for me. You've had a shit lift. Send her the video and you'll talk to her. I mean obviously my coaching things gives me feedback, but just sometimes when just days are just shit and yeah. I'll message her and I'll give a big rant and she'll be like, put it all into perspective and she'll just talk away to you, she just puts you in a better mood and just goes, Do you know what? Let's put it down to a bad day. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. That's that's it. Some people your, your, mind's, your, your mind's a powerful thing. Like Absolutely. you can really get yourself stuck in a horrible rut. Yeah. When I'm in the gym, I train. I mean, I'm in the gym for about two hours. When I train, I don't think of anything. I'm not thinking of work because I'm not with my diary. Exactly. I'm not thinking about anything else other than, right, let's get, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I go into the gym with a fear and I look to see what Dale's messaged me from my program that day. And I'm like, oh, shit, man, this is giving me the fear. i yeah. actually going into the gym with anxiety. And it's like, right, come on, get your head in. And that's it. You can sit there in the gym and your head's going I can't lift that. I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh, my warm ups are feeling heavy. And then you just need to flick that switch, and you're just like, "Do you know what? No, you're mine. That lift yep. is mine. Get yep. this done. Stop overthinking and lift it." Well, that's and th- it, it,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was
1: just saying that's it. Your mind. You just need to flick that switch in your mind to say you can
0: do it. You know what kills you all the time, though? It's killed me, and I don't even do it anymore. The more you use the analytical mind, the more you're going to go down the shit hole. The more yeah. because. Then you have a tendency to overthink everything. Okay, it feels heavy with the warm-up. Well, then I I guess I'm not going to get my goal tonight. Let me tell you, folks, Kara said it. The mind is so damn powerful. You know, you're so damn powerful. And the thing is, this is what we've talked about and I've brought up on solo shows. You don't realize how much power every one of you have. You've been told, let's play it safe. Do this, do that. You know, don't get hurt. You know, if you lift something big, you'll blow your lower back out. Bullshit. People do get injured, but it's not only weightlifting. Go out and look at CrossFit. They're getting demolished all over the place, all right?
1: It's not even CrossFit. There's people that walk, past the pave- walk over the pavement and fall on their eyes and-, and hurt themselves. Yeah. Do
0: you know yeah. what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. you can yeah. hurt yourself at any time. If you were to sit and wrap yourself up in cotton wool and just not do anything, you wouldn't achieve anything in life, do you know what I mean? And you just, Not just at all. There, Not Like you can. I mean, obviously you do get injured, that is a riskier sport. I've seen it in strongman, I've seen it in powerlifting and just things don't go right. But yeah. things don't go right in life in general. So nope. you can't just like that. I mean, I've had people it's always people come into me and they're like, Do you eat all that protein? And it's like, Yeah, I follow a <laughs> high <laughs> protein diet." That's really bad for your kidneys. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. Yeah, so yeah. so is all the sugar you're eating. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: They,
1: they sit there and think like you're just you're really damaging your body you're doing this and it's like well no really actually i'm not do you know what i mean it's uh but people always have opinions on it regardless
0: well you know what? you're right but you know think about this even as an entrepreneur you know how I maybe mean, you know i've we've talked about all this oh you know you're not making this yet you ought to give it. now you're getting people that are quote unquote giving you advice that do nothing and look i don't want people to get me wrong on this but I don't want to work 9 to 5 for somebody. I don't want somebody kicking me in the balls every day and telling me I'm no good. You wouldn't anyways. I'd rip your friggin' face off. But I'm giving you examples. Um, oh, you're never going to make it any further. Oh, I hate my boss. I hate my job. I go get another job, get a little more money, and within a month I hate that. Folks, it's the same thing with everything. You've got to find something you love to do. You got to find, you know, people are telling me, my friends, you know, some are married, some are split up. Well, what do you think about this and that? I said, here's what I think. Get a set of balls, and I know you got them, and go up and ask her out. Well, what if she says no? I said, women are three to one, stupid. Go out and meet a nice girl. <laughs> there's somebody out there, right? So my point is this. You got to be risk adverse, okay? Um if you're going to play things safe with everything, yeah, you might have a little pension and not living probably the life you want down the road. Maybe you meet somebody. Maybe you don't. Um, but I think, well, I know you can do much better when you're not afraid to take risk you can do much better when you have confidence and you go out and meet people if there's someone you want to take out you take and have the confidence to go ask if it said if if whomever it is says no Thank you. You'll find somebody else. Believe me. Well, it's not, the, I would rather right? live
1: life of that. Like, I yeah. deal with a lot of people spoke about before, like, people confined to a chair. And, I, I mean, a lot of these people I'm dealing with, they're only in their 40s. I mean, they, they shouldn't be having a life where they can't even walk into their own kitchen and get a drink. I and I would like to think that because you don't know what's round the corner, you could die tomorrow, you could yep. die tonight, you could yep. end up paralyzed to the neck down you do not know what's going to happen in your life your life can get turned upside down at any time and if i would i always like to think of if i ever ended up in a situation like that i would like to be sitting there going do you know what this has happened to me but i lived i took risks i done that i don't regret anything i wouldn't like to sit there going do you know what i wish i did go to that competition abroad that i was too scared to go to or i wish i did Go and lift that stone. And I wish i did. train to go and do that. I wouldn't like to sit and think that, that in my life. But again, I think that's like a kind of personality thing as well. Is that yeah. the amount of people that have got mind over matter, not everyone's the same. You get people that love to dwell on things and they will sit and look at every negative part in their life. Yep. You get people that do... I mean, everyone gets down. Everyone yeah. has a shit time yeah. of it and everyone yeah. does get down. But there's the people who just go, do you know what? No, this ends here. My yeah. life's going to get better. I'm yeah. going to do that or... You know, there'll be someone that feels a lift in the gym, but I, stuff that, I'm not going back, and I'm not doing it, and I'm pulling out of that comp, and I'm not doing this. I mean, don't get me wrong, me and my friend, that we, we always that I'll just mess up, like, I'm shite, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. deadlift only, and I'm doing this. Yep. But then you get back into the gym, and you correct what you've done wrong, and you've yep. got that, you, you feel stronger for it, but then there's other folk that would just walk away from it. So it's just your type of personality. I, there, agree. I agree. Mind over matter.
0: Yep. Well, also too. You cultivate that the more, you know, the more heavier things you're lifting, the more obstacles you're hitting, the more failures you're having in and out. As I say, when things are going awry, I go right back to the start. And that's the gym and start lifting heavy and things change. And on that, that's what we were just talking about. The power, having the power, as we said, as I said, all of us have a magnificent power within us. I'm not saying outside of us, folks, so no, no go. I'm being clear. The power is from in. And when you do things that we talk about, whether it's the weightlifting, whether it's going out and meeting others, whether it's going out and doing business with others, whether it's just going out on your own. And this is one thing I've said to people and they're like, well, I can't do that. I'm a guy that has never been afraid to go out on his own anywhere, anywhere, because I'll tell you why. Most people are too hesitant. Well, I don't know. Maybe this weekend or, uh, you know, I don't know. My wife might not like us. Well, okay, then you need to stay home because I'm going to go and do things. And they'll say to me after you still went out, I said, yeah, I mean, Kara just said it. If something happens, you want to be able to sit there, hopefully, and it's not for a long time. I live my life as full as I could. I don't want to leave her regrets. There was a gentleman, I wish I remembered his name. I was listening to his uh, real inspirational stuff one night. And he said, you know what the worst thing is? He says, walk through a cemetery and listen to all the voices saying, I wish I did this. I never want to say that. And that's why that power that you build, that power. Power that you harness, that power that you learn. When we talk about intentions, incantations, all these things that begin to override this outside world that you don't need, you deal with whatever it is, but you stop bringing it into you. When you can do that, you are walking around very powerful. And I got news for you. I know when I feel like that because I just know when I meet up with people, they'll, they'll look at you. Here's why. Because you are giving off an electricity. Did you ever walk up to somebody, and I'll give this right to you, Carrie. is this. Have you ever walked up to somebody, male, female, whomever, and you got this good feeling and you wanted to meet that person and you realize that they know how to summon power? They walk around with power, whether they look at physically or not, but they have that inner soul that inner being that says i can i can i am when you think like that when you build in the gym when you build through learning when you build through teaching you will have an unstoppable power but the thing is with of so many people it's the majority of people what do they do they live in a fear atmosphere all the time you're taught you're not born with fear ladies and gentlemen you're taught fear. Everyone has fear. That's Mike. it. You
1: look at children. I mean, the fear. Yeah. I mean, I've got fear of heights and things yeah. like that. See, when I was a child, I used to walk along the six-foot fence, running along it, walking along it, jumping off it, and yeah. monkey bars. See, now, if I was to do it, I'd be like, oh, shit, I think I've got vertigo, I'm going to fall off. Oh, no, what if I fall and I hurt myself? Oh, no, this isn't safe. And you overthink everything, whereas a child has got a wee free mind. Yep. So it is a thing, it's a thing that's inherited. Um, A thing that i seen. Um, when I went up to the May games, um, yeah. it was the adapted Highland Games for the Help for Heroes. Now, these people, what an inspiration. Like, I got talking to a lot of them at breakfast time. And obviously, they seen me and my kilt, and they were, like, asking if I was competing, and I got talking about the stones. And there was, like, ones with amputations. There was ones in wheelchairs. um, There was guys, like, their arms weren't working. A lot of the people as well, there's a lot of, kind of, head injuries and things like that as well with these Help for Hero guys. And honestly, like, I was gobsmacked at the stuff they were doing. There's no such word as can't. No such words. No, That's that no. even in these guys' dictionary. They were lifting stones. There was a guy with one arm lifting the stones. There was a guy in the wheelchair lifting stones. A guy with one leg lifting Charlie stones. saying They were all doing it in between that and the Highland Games. And I was just, like, I end up in contact through social media and things like that. Because I just thought, Do you know what? Yeah, these yeah. guys are an inspiration. Yep. Not only are these guys like, maybe missing a limb or they've got a head injury or... They've just got parts of them, it doesn't work through a, through a basically kind of wounds of war. Yeah. But these people have seen stuff, they've seen their friends blown up, they have seen horrible sights, they've lived in terrible conditions. When you look at the post-traumatic stress and things like that, and, and soldiers, and these guys are out in the Highland Games and they're up throwing up stones. And as I say, I got talking to a lot of them and they were saying like if they could inspire someone, yep. there might be someone that's went to the Highland Games that day and they're in a wheelchair going do you know what? That guy can actually do a Phil Highland Games, and I'm sitting here in my chair. What can I do? And I actually think that is, is just so inspirational. And I just love their the mentality and everything. I mean, they have honestly been through a really terrible, terrible time over, sure. of it. And it was just so, so nice to watch. And as I say, like the, the guy, there was a guy in the wheelchair, and he put up four of Charlie Stones. And I was just like, wow, yeah. this guy, they just, no such words as can't, you just adapt, you do it. And you're like, do you know what? See if these guys can do it. I've got the mentality that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Anything is important. Anything is possible. You just need to set your mind to it. Um, if you sit and say you can't, you'll never do it. No, and no. You look at Eddie Hall yep. when yep. Eddie Hall pulled his 500 kilo deadlift. Yep. He spoken. Um, he spoke about it, talking about the kind of the psychological side of getting your mind to lift a weight that they're trying to say no man could ever lift right do you know what I mean so it's basically psyching yourself up for that and he had like psychologists and things like that and he had a full team behind him to get his head in that state of this is possible so it is your mind is a powerful thing you see folks you see folks like kids that get run out over cars and all of a sudden like the mum has the strength to pull the car off the car absolutely because it's do you know that's your mind it's mind over matter you you anything is possible you just need to believe that you can do it whether you have stepping stones towards your goal or whether you just get that goal how you work towards it is just is how you adapt to work towards it but no definitely you need to set yourself goals you need to go and do it you need to take your risks and don't ever sit and say do you know i wish i did go do it
0: Does it work? Do you know what? No. Well, you know what, too? That's why I was talking about Wim Hof. You know, when you're rewiring, you're firing brand new neurons all over. And the more you start building, you know, you talk about Eddie Hall. It's so many of these great lifters or people in in business that came from nothing. Nothing. No one put a silver spoon in their mouth and they became so successful. This is why, you know, when people will be saying, well, you know, you should think about, you know, you're not there. I don't even think about those things because I know in my heart of hearts we're where we need to be and we're going to keep getting better and better. And we will be the leaders. And that's the thing. That's you know, that is the hardest thing. You know, when you talk about seeing these disabled athletes and a friend of mine who's local, that's lifted for years, Ned Norton. He's in charge of the Warriors on Wheels chapter here, and we've been talking, and I'd love to get him on with one of the gentlemen or or ladies on there. It'd be very interesting to talk to him. He's a local guy, power lifter, Um, and I'll tell you right now, you know, I'm coming from a, a family, too, of a brother who was disabled, not mentally, but couldn't move, and I can tell you flat out, I never heard my brother Jimmy complain. And he had a lot to complain about. Believe me. You know. And I'm telling you right now, folks. I say this. I've been saying this from the beginning. The dude had a grin from ear to ear. And I used to say to myself, how does he do it? How does he do it? Sitting there watching all of us. Cheering everybody. And I'm saying to myself, I I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit there and watch that. I'd flip out, man. But yet. What was so unique about him and so many of these athletes, you know, Kara's talking about like Ned with the Warriors, is this. They are a very special breed of people. I don't know what they'd be like if they had, you know, if they were fortunate enough to have the attributes that Kara and I have to be able to do these things. But maybe that's the difference. Maybe something had to happen to them that changed them, that turned them into leaders that gave people inspiration. You know, when you say, well, I, I, you know, I'm sore. I I can't train today or, uh, I'm never going to make that goal. Let me tell you something. You watch gentlemen and ladies like this. They'll set you on your ass if you have any feelings at all. And I'm telling you right now, you can change it. Um, You can comment on anything and let's get into tenacity because everything we've been talking about is tenacity, but if you're going to be tenacious in everything you do, you know, you you mentioned about with the Art Blair Stones and the disabled men lifting them up there, and you have to have a certain tenacity. I love tenacity like you'll say pit bull tenacity here. Pit bulls have gotten a bad rap. A lot of them are good dogs etc, etc. My, now, my sister had an American Bulldog, and she's got a lab, and he's got pity in him. I've never seen two dogs that had tenacity like them. Not only that, their loyalty, their love, they wanted to be with you, and they're supposedly, oh, these dogs, you know, they, they're no good. They, I got news for you, man. Two of the best dogs I've ever met in my life, and Obviously, my sister's bulldog had to go down four and a half year five years ago now, and of course, the lab, his name's Hershey. I think he's five or four. he's just an awesome guy. You know, I take care of him when they're fa- when the family goes away. I got to tell you, I watch him like crazy. He's tenacious. Like, I'll just say to him, like, <laughs> I, I, when it's nice out, I got I have an enclosed front porch and obviously all the windows he can look at on the first floor. And I always tell him, the patrol, it's hilarious, man. He'll go from the front of the porch to the back of the house, and he'll be looking out all the windows. He comes back, and he loves the porch because he's even with the screen. So there's three windows that open. And he can look out the screens, and, of course, he's barking like King Kong and everything. But he is so tenacious. He's tenacious when he sees you in the morning, and he'll give you 500 kisses if you let him. Same way before you go to bed. He'll stay right with you. Like, he'll get up on my bed, which I never let any dog on my bed, but him, I do. Um, He had to get, um, what was it, about a month and a half ago, he tore his Achilles tendon, believe it or not. And that is a very expensive operation. But let me tell you, he's worth every dime. And he's almost fully recovered where he can climb stairs and everything. Well, when he was here, I think three weeks ago almost, he gets pissed if I he doesn't go with me everywhere. And I can't take him everywhere because I can't leave him in the car. And I wouldn't anyways. So I go upstairs to grab a few things because I set up an air mattress because I stay downstairs with him. I, I don't want – I know people say, ah, you, you softy. Look, I love the guy, man. I, I put it down, and uh, we got a big foyer that comes into the house. So I put it there, and, man, he's. Ha- I said, you coming up? Jumps up, man. He's laying right next to me. He's out like a light. You know what I mean? It's funny as hell. Same way with uh, I've got a tempur bed, real nice bed. And he'll put his head on the bed. And he's he's saying to me, a uh, blockhead, basically, it's time to go to bed. He's a friggin' pisser. So to get to this, I'll give it right to you, Kara, is this. Talk about tenacity. So my brother-in-law brings over, I don't know, it's it's like a big, long piece of linoleum, and it's pretty high, so he can't go up the stairs. Same same thing they use for their house. Well, son of a gun, I go up to get stuff, and the next thing I turn around, there he is. I said, what are you doing up here? And it's like... I was like, I hope he's alright, but he's fine. You know what I mean? And that's tenacious. That's like everything we love to do. You can watch animals and see how tenacious they are. Take it away.
1: No, I um again you see this in a lot of athletes and things like that. You're just you want to go and do it, you go and do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's um yeah, no, I quite like that. Again, it's about setting your goals and things like that, and you just watch how they do it. As I say, you're saying that with dogs. Dogs, are, if a dog wants something, it just goes and gets it. It doesn't care how it does it, but it will exactly. achieve it. Yep.
0: Um,
1: and again, it's a, it's a good quality to have. Um, I'm very much like that. As I say, I've got my list, I've got my goal list, yep. and I just go and do it, and I'm just like, you get such, um, like, oh, it makes you feel good. You get such a sense of achievement from it and things like that. Um, as I say, and that's what all these guys are like. These um, the adapted athletes and things like that. Yeah. You just you see it at the games. I would like to see more of them. As I say, I've been following them, and you just think, wow, this is absolutely brilliant. It's just nothing gets in their way. They just take everything just in in the stride. They just do it, and that's it. You just get it done. Um, and there's no ifs, there's no buts, there's no can'ts, there's no nothing. You just get it done.
0: You know, you know the thing too is this. I mean, obviously, you're very independent, like myself and so many other people. This is what I think you end up realizing as you go along with lifting or stonework or, or whatever you're doing. you got to realize you can't wait for things to happen. As my as Frank Klein says, my college professor I talk about, he used to say, you got to make it happen. And if you're going to wait for people to approve of what you're doing or come along for the ride – You might be standing there for a long time. Now, that's not everyone, okay? But the majority of people aren't going to do things that Kara and I like to do. Let's face it, okay? Why? Well, most of them believe it doesn't do anything for you. I have people say to me, well, why do you even lift stones? Or why do you work out still? I'm going to work out to the day they plant me six feet under, folks. There's no going back. It's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. That's what you got to learn. Physical culture, what is it? Mind, body, spirit. What could be more straightforward than that? If you believe in that, there we go again, that great word belief, and you have the confidence to do it, which you will build bundles of it, succeeding with goals, then why do you have to wait for somebody's approval? Why do you have to wait for someone to say, oh, I'll be there tonight, and they don't show up. And then what happens? Your chin hits the floor. I think it's all to do with your
1: personality as well. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm very much rather than just going. Do you know what? Let's plan a road trip. Let's get it all decided. I, rather than doing that, I'd be more like, I'm going a road trip. Who wants to come? Exactly. That's that's the kind of attitude I think you should have. Very much so when like when I moved back to Soul Courts and I was back training in a gym alone. Yeah. Now I do enjoy my weight training. It's a big part of my life. It's my me time. I don't sit and watch TV at night. I don't sit and do it. That's my me time. That's my time. I enjoy. I, yep. When I'm at work, I sit and think, I cannot wait to finish work to get into the gym.
0: Tell me about That's it. That's just love it. my yep. thing.
1: Yep. enjoy it. And part of me, did think, do you know what? Should I leave powerlifting? Should I do it? I mean, I'm all alone. I've not got a team round about me. I'm in a gym that nobody powerlifts in. And I did. I felt quite alone. Yeah. And then part of me is like, well, do you really need anyone? You're the one doing the lifting. There you go. So – why do you need someone round about you? Why do you need a team? And to be fair, I actually quite like training myself. I I'm like doing training sessions with other people. Yep. But I do enjoy putting my headphones, seeing my program and doing my lifts myself. Like I don't think I would cope well having a training partner
0: None. constantly.
1: I enjoy someone like someone wants to squat or somebody's at the gym. Like my wee sister, she joined the gym. She's 19 and would, like she was telling me like she goes and she's like, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Is that like, right? I'm going to teach you how to squat and deadlift. Absolutely, and I thought, I, yep. I'm going to absolutely annihilate her legs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually totally yeah. enjoyed that. I was like, "Right, let's come and do this. Let's do that." And I was teaching her how to squat and I was teaching her how to do things. And that I really enjoyed doing that. But to have someone with me doing my program with me constant, I I don't cope well with that. I am quite kind yep. of. I'm not antisocial, but I can. I like enjoying training myself because I say it's my me time. You're yep. with people during the day. I see so many people all day. I talk a lot, but that's my time for myself. But as I say, I will help anyone out. I mean, I was in the gym. I had to go to the local leisure centre the other week because I was away for the weekend. By the time I got home, it, like my gym was closed. So I went to the local leisure centre and there was two young boys, and they were like they were wanting the foam thing on the squat rack and for their neck. And they were saying their neck was so And I was like, no, you don't need that. It's like you're not a wee girl. You don't, <laughs> don't use the wee <laughs> pad and they're nah. like, like we've well, not. And they're like, do you use the wee pad things? And I was like, no. I was like, I would get laughed at in my gym if I put that on. I was like, right. And then they're like, we've not really squatted much. So, I mean, I'm not a pro in it. I'm really not. But I kind of know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what works for me. So, I gave them wee pointers and things like that. And it actually helped them. They were only about sixteen or seventeen years old. Do you know what I mean? And I like doing things like that's that. That's great. Like yep. Someone's in the gym and they're struggling, give them a wee shout on. Go, Right, what are you doing? Right, come on, let's get this done. And just give them a wee hand and just aye, I like things like that. It's the same Me when I'm too. lifting. Yep. I'm not short of spotters. If I need a wee, some of them, I think, enjoy slapping me in there. I think they just take it out when I've been shouting in their face, telling them to lift weights and think I'm going to get you back sure. when you ask for your slaps. Because I like to get a wee slap before a deadlift when I'm doing heavy. just gets you your wee age. It's your own wee way of lifting. It's what what, what kind of gets you going kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I I think it is more, you have to be more independent. As I say, I just thought, I hated flying as well, beginning of the year. I was like, fuck it, that, book yep. your flight, go yep. and do it. Go yeah. do, you do not wait for things to happen. You do not really? sit there and go, do you know I want to do this, but I'm scared. Go and get it done. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to go alone. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. I mean, I have a big thing. Like I don't like I like my own company, and I can go a day trip to myself. Like I've done it loads of times. Yeah. Like when I've went to competitions, I like to bugger off. I don't like to sit and hang about the powerlift. I like to just go away into my own space, and I'll go away for the day, and I'll spend the day myself. Like I'm yeah. quite happy doing that. But one big thing for me was eating in a restaurant alone. And it's like, I hate it. You look like a wee sado asking for a table for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. A thing that, and it's a mental thing with me. Because yeah. I'd done it when I was in Ireland. And I went away and I thought, no, I'm booking into the restaurant. I'm going to get myself a good steak dinner. i yeah. got a pudding and all that as well. And I thought, take magazines down with you and just keep yourself busy. Yeah, And that's yeah. Your, that was me planning my goals of, as much as it sounds stupid eating alone, but it's a big deal for me, and it's that was me planning my goals. Go down, order your food, sit with your magazine, do this, keep yourself busy. And that was yep. how I was thought, that's my action plan of how I'm going to get through this, eating alone. And, you know, I ended up, I didn't even read my magazines. My friend phoned me, the waiter was coming over talking to me. Yep. And I thought, you know what, nobody actually cares. That was all in my head yeah. about how yeah. I get this big deal of eating alone. Nobody yep. cares. No. Nobody cares nope so yeah it's just me that cared and it was again the battling in mind so yeah it's yeah
0: let me ask you this because i I, men like i told you i don't care about going out alone or whatever um men are always in some ways you know solitary creatures not probably so much in today's age because so many of them are so feminized but let me ask you, (laughs) you know let me ask you this Do you feel, I mean, obviously you have friends, you do things with women and men or whatever you're doing. Um, That's your personal stuff. But I want to ask you this, what I drew from you, because you don't hear women say this much. Do you feel you're a solitary, you know, creature like men? I know it's different, but you know, you go out and do things alone. Do you feel you can be solitary and and comfortable like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I think again that I mean with me I'm quite an independ an independent person. I'm the kind of person I don't rely on. I hate relying on people I'm with and you. I hate asking for help. I don't ask for help unless I really need it, which is sometimes a bad quality. Yep, it's yep. not a good thing to have. Um but again I I say I'm not scared to go on my own and do things. Yeah. But I get some men find that intimidating, I think. Oh, without a like, doubt. I, yep. I think I scare most of the men in my gym. Like, I think they're terrified of me. And I do think I intimidate them. And I think in my, my life, being a, a, a career woman, as I say, I've always worked, I've always been very business minded and things yeah. like that. Yep. And I think that alone is very intimidating to men rather than someone sitting thinking, do you know, we could have a good life together or I'm with you. what we yep. earned, things that. Yep. Like, they see it and think, ah, all of a sudden I'm maybe not the big earner. Yeah, And that's intimidating. And then you add on the fact that I lift yeah. into that. It's even more intimidating. And Absolutely. the fact that I have an attitude of, do you know, I don't really need anyone in my life. Right. Again, that's uh, people do find it intimidating. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be intimidating. It should be, do you know what I mean? Look at her, go her. Yeah. That's, aye. But um, a lot of folk don't see it that way.
0: Um, yeah, but you but, know uh, what? You know what it is, though, too? they've never really done a hell of a lot. Okay. And and yeah. when you're playing it safe all the time and someone that you want to approach, you know, you start talking about your business, you start talking about your success with weight training, you start yeah. talking about goals. Most people, you and I both know, just, they don't get it. And they, that they'd rather bow out than take the opportunity to say, okay, I want to go out with you. Let's go out and just have uh, a nice dinner tonight. You know, we'll sit down, talk a little bit. No, because, and, and it's the fear. You know, I said yeah. before, you know, my buddies, well, do you think I should ask her out? Well, I, I'm not her. I mean, go ask her out. I mean, yeah. what, 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 what is the most they can say? No. So what? And, what? and it's like, right. Look at all the amount of people in this world. One
1: person says no, and you're going to dwell on it there's loads of other folk out there do you know what I mean but have the balls to do it go and do it because sometimes that that impresses people do you know what I mean if somebody if you if they're scared to approach someone because they're like oh I'm scared she says no I think she's out of my league or even with a woman doing that looking at a guy going oh he's too hot for me he's this he's that he wouldn't even look twice at me confidence is the biggest attraction in anything see if someone's confident that that is attractive, well, definitely, ca- and I think just having that attitude.
0: Yeah, well, you got how you carry yourself, how you walk, how you look people in the eyes, how you shake hands with somebody. It all identifies who and what you are. I remember my dad saying to me, and he said it constantly: if you meet someone, put your, you know, introduce yourself first, look them in the eyes. And put your hand out and shake their hand and he was always like if they can't look you in the eyes and they feel like their hand is like butter you better think twice before you do business with them and look that's not everyone i know but one thing i will not do with anybody if they can't look me in the eyes because i think there's something not right there then do you know what
1: like, that is funny that you should say I, uh, my best friend the girl i was saying who's a podiatrist that owns yeah. the butcher business yeah. she's very much like that she does not trust anyone she's like Yep. She would be like, Cara, they couldn't look me in the eye. Like, <laughs> that's a bad vibe. That yep. is a bad, bad vibe for her. And she she certainly would never trust anyone. If you cannot look someone in the eye and yep. have contact like that, yep. Yep. no, that's a big no-no for her. Like She is very much the same yep. as that. You can't yep. look her in the eye. No, yeah. she doesn't but want to do business he, with
0: you. My father was adamant about that. He said that goes all back to character. We always talk about character. We talked about strength. We talked about power. We talked about tenacity. You know, that is one thing I can honestly say about what we all do here. It will build things in you no school in the world will do. None. No one in this day and age is really teaching things of that because everybody wants to be vanilla, meaning we don't want anybody to excel. And this isn't everything, but most of the stuff now is all to create this – atmosphere where everybody's happy and everybody's you know well you, he's not better than me or she's not better than me and no one feel. that's what i love to hear him say well you make people feel bad are you kidding me are you the main thing i always say i want like-minded people with me and i want people better than me why because then you have another standard another couple ladder that's it. It makes
1: you thrive i mean all my yes. friends and things yes. i've got a great circle of friends yep. um And they all have the same attitude. It's like anything's impossible. They're positive people. They're very business-minded, thriving to get their goals, everything like that. And like I surround myself with people like that. Who wants to be around someone that's constantly moping about, depressive, doesn't want to help themselves? And again, as I say, we all have shit times. We all have shit days. But see, if you surround yourself with really good people like that. Yeah. It is. It's, it definitely makes a big difference in your life. I know I couldn't have got through a lot of things without my friends being round about me because we all bounce off each other. Yep. And that's, yep. that's the important thing. It's And it keeps your spirits up. It gets you out your rear. It gives you a new mindset. It gives you just something to focus on. And if you've got the support there, then that's just surround yourself with like-minded people.
0: Yeah, that's everything because... There's going to be times where the bottom is going to drop out, and there's people that really care about you that, like Kara said, are like-minded. They do business. They understand a lot of the stuff you're going through. And I'll tell you right now, one thing I found is, as independent as I am, as all the things I like to do, there's one thing, and never make this mistake, folks, never shut yourself off from the world. And I know people say, well, there's so much shit going on and this and that, you don't have to buy into any of this stuff. But it's a beautiful world out there. There's a lot of nature out there. There's a lot of things to do. You know, we were talking about Iceland before we came on. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, you know, it's this, that, and the other thing. Let me tell you something. You walk up to that sheep pen, you'll cry. Literally, almost. You, like I said, on the trip up there, when you see the steeple church, you'll see this big gold cross, and if it's sunny out, it'll be shining like you wouldn't believe, like guiding you, like a beacon. You see stuff like that, and you pull up. And if his great ancestor is there, he's a stone carver. You go. I always go and knock on the door. I go to the church first, say a prayer, see if he's home. Then you'll see like the pictures you've seen in Steve Jack's video and other ones where you'll you'll see some of the stone carvings that are up against the wall of the church on the outside. But the thing that's going to catch you right away is the one side of Father Sonori Bjornson carved out. I swear to God, you'll have a lump in your throat if you have any feelings in heart. It will make you, and as you're walking up seeing it, you'll start seeing the sheep pen. Obviously, when you drove by it, you saw it. But I'm telling you right now, as you're walking up towards that and all these other stones he's carving, and then you see his hobby house that's built right into a mountain. He's got it all brick laid out with some design. Open it up. He built, It looks the best way to describe it is he's quite a musician because he played for us. He built it looks like a xylophone, but everything he hits is stone. It is mind blowing, man. And if he's there, he'll come up when you go to lift the <coughs> it, it It's just things like that. That's what I'm saying. Plug in, people
1: the, can see that. People ah, can go over to Iceland and even any ah, manhood
0: stones they'll look yeah. at it and they'll
1: go, "Yep, it's a stone. Yep, it's a stone in a field. It's a stone at a house, and it's like, no, that's history." That's amount of people who have travelled to lift that stone. The history that that stone's got. Why is that stone there? Who yep. lifted it before? Is what was its purpose? That's, That's what you see. Yep. Do you know what I mean? What clan did it belong to? Yep. Right? What was? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a whole load of history. It's not just a stone. It's oh. not. It's just. It's again. It's 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 your personality. It's your mind. How you process things. What how you see it um i mean i always i talk a lot to my patients about it and a lot of them have actually i yeah. recommend the is it the manhood of the stones the uh, old man of the stone sorry um the website yeah. and a lot of my patients like i tell them cause I'm like it's a big part of scottish uh, history and things like that that we don't really know about yeah and it's like so your original test of strength like what did they do before you had gyms and they're like actually yeah that's quite interesting yeah. so then they'll be like What's that site? And I'll send them the wee link to their site and they'll go on and look at it and then they'll come into me and be like, Do you know, I actually read that site? That's really interesting. And so I, can't, I can't believe this is like kind of on our doorstep on our country and we didn't yeah, know about you don't it. Yeah, not know about it, right. It is, and I talk quite passionately about it. And again, that drags folk in and they're like, they like how I talk so passionately about it. And yes, yeah, so it's, I, so see if you can talk about it and you can,
0: oh, the, it's the reasons awesome.
1: of why it's there. and, the feelings you get when you're there and you, you, like when I went, I went to find the stones of Old Daly, right. and they're in the abandoned churchyard which, disclaimer, I did not break the fence to go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am, I, um, I was actually supposed to go over to the Isle of Arran, and I was waiting in the queue and they cancelled the ferry while I was waiting to get queue to get on the ferry. Yep. So I then thought, oh, stuff where will I go beautiful day? And I took my dogs so I thought, go to given That's the manhood stones that are in Ayrshire. It's in my hometown. It's about 40 minute drive from me and I, Sneaked sneak through the fence. Nice. I, um, went into the abbey and I seen these stones. Yep. They're basically kind of, it's, it's not even chained up, it's a big brass band holding yeah. them. Hold and see them. the feeling yep. when I seen them, I was so excited. I, see, I was there myself with my dogs. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I have found the stones. Look Absolutely. at these stones. They're sitting there and I just yep. got so excited with that, as I say, because of, again, the history of them and like the fact that they're sitting there chained up. It was quite sad as well.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I think somebody... I didn't mean there. Did somebody steal them at one time, I thought?
1: No, what had happened is um, the stones, they'd always been there and they they, they sat in a similar setting to the breathing stone. It's like an old uh, ruined abbey and there's like gravestones and things round about it. But they published an article um, uh-huh. in the local newspaper about them being mystical stones, at the fact that oh, people geez. can touch them for healing properties and things, because yep. there's all these myths of what the stones were. But when you look into the history of it, they were an original manhood stone of testing strength. Okay. But people have throughout the years have said, right, if you touch them and make a wish, or they'll heal you or things yep. like that. Yep. After that article was published, it all of a sudden so happened that they chained them up. <laughs> and it seems to be linked yeah. to that. But yep. I don't know if it's a thing like Ayrshire, they see it as deprived. They think people will go out their way because, like, vandalism's high, crime's high, things like that. And I think it was a thing of a protection thing with them yeah, yeah, um, and that's why they've done it so there was no reason at all I mean if somebody can pick them up, put them in a car and drive away well, and say. Right, do you right. know what I mean? I, yeah. they should be posting that on the internet it's such an achievement of what they've managed to do with the stone they've done basically a carry with them yep. but um, yeah I think it was more a precaution thing than anything um, it's because smart. it is but it's it's sad too but they've no reason to do it Because no one actually threatened to lift them. No one actually took them. It was literally just this article get published and all of a sudden they got locked up.
0: Well, um, before we go, I will say one thing, too, because Kara hit it right on the head with the Housafel and the other stones. The first thing I thought of when I went to lift that stone was whose DNA am I mixing with right now? I, I know some people have lifted it. I know some people I didn't. But it's very interesting because, in my opinion, that DNA stays there forever, and it's a very, it's very interesting to think like that. Who was here? Who's coming after me? You know, who's lifted it? Who made it halfway? Who did full Sturker? Let me tell you. You get into things like this. It's only going to get better and better. Cara, give out any information. Summarize anything you want. I'll give out my info, and we'll get you set up for next month, please.
1: Yeah, my name's um, Cara Shaw. You'll find me on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Cara the Foot Whisperer. Not a foot fetish. I am a podiatist. I work with feet, and that is why I'm called the Foot Whisperer. Just had to get that out there. Um, Anyone that wants to contact me, feel free. Um, You can follow me on social media. I'm always posting my um, lifts and things. And just one thing, set your goals and go and absolutely smash it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to com and check out our product are are we also have obviously um where you can go out and invest in both corporations they're both out there um also too motivation muscle you can go out and uh if there's a show you'd like Kara and i to do fiorello barbell at com. we're on itunes and stitcher give us a five-star review that's what we've gotten we've got we're on spotify Google Podcasts, we are on AHA Directory, that's pronounced aha, that's for your car. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life forever. That's what we talked about tonight. There's nobody in the m M&M family, even if you're broken down on both knees, I promise you, you stay with us, you're always going to get up and stand up and get it. This is just part of achievement. There is no dishonor than being crushed on your back. In fact, when you come back, and you will, you'll be unstoppable. It's just you gotta get rid of the fear. Stop worrying about opinions. Go out and do what you need to do. That's the main thing here. Also too, go out to Motivation Muscle. Uh do I want to hit that? Yes. I want go out to Motivation dot com slash category slash podcast. This show should be up Sunday Um, go out and look at all the shows Kara and I have done as you know, people send me notes or they're out on Facebook and they say, I can't believe how great that interview was. I said, you know how you really know it's great. Go out and listen to it 100 times. And they're like, huh? I said, every time you listen to our shows, you're going to pick up something new every time the first time is great but you're never going to get the gist of what we're talking about until you dissect the show. You remember what I said your brain's going to pick up something every time for you to feed upon. So do that. It's very very important. Also to uh, motivationmuscle.com join our um, letter or and it goes right out to my mailchimp account. Um, anything I put out will go to your email obviously. Also to invest in advertising here. We'll be here 30 years We want to work with you, and I would love to work with both of us, obviously, and make us both a very nice fortune. And we're going to have more and more people coming in here. It's very important because you need the resources to do all the things we would both want to do. So think about that. Also, to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And as I said before, you know, if you like to do a particular show with Carrie and myself, Fiorello Barbell at nycap.r.com. We talked about, obviously, um, iTunes and Stitcher. We got a five-star review from everybody. We thank you for that. I also said we are on Spotify. We are also on Google Podcasts, and we are on AHA Directory for your car. If someone seeks you out, as I said, in the concrete jungle or the gym, Never be afraid to give five words to inspire. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And as Kara said with her business, I've said when I'm out in public, you know, people come up and it's just an icebreaker. You lift. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to be sarcastic, and you'd be amazed at how you strike up a conversation with a stranger. And you don't know. You know. Maybe I'm having a bad day a little bit, or maybe they just got crushed, and you spend 10, 15 minutes with them because it goes by so fast, everybody's walking away with a big grin. Never be afraid to show your talents. I don't care what anybody tells you. You might be the next one on radio. And I mean that. Or you might be the next one to invent something. Don't put yourself down and don't let others tell you you don't know what you're doing and you can't do it. There are no can'ts here. No can'ts. I can. I must. Go out and you will find the answers. How do I I figure that out? That's how you do things. Also, too. Let's see. Uh, let's, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, um, push it, press it, pull it, and squat it. And if you're going to lift stones, turn them in the dust. The great Hoosier Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination. We dominate the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who has been listening to Eminem from the beginning. When I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It is now a tidal wave and getting higher and wider every day. We push. We push. And we're very proud of everyone here. We do great work here believe me also to frank klein my greatest college professor in business repetition 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 quitters never win winners never quit my pop be a leader not a follower be a leader not a follower next week will be four years we lost the greatest chiropractor ever john ridge every patient no matter how busy he was he didn't have a secretary And he was busy, boy, standing room at times. He would walk every patient to the door, open the door, and say, keep smiling. You want to get back on track? Keep smiling. Keep smiling. It is so great, you will grin from ear to ear. Um, Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell Hundreds of your friends, thousands of your friends about us because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join the Etched in Stone page that I just put out again. I think we had 10 new people. It seems like every other day it is exploding and it's just not stone lifting. It's everything. So whatever you're doing, come on in. Don't forget about Etched in Stone for Kids. It's that important. You know, Kara talked about Charlie. We've talked about Ard Blair-Stones, Lawrence. Now, Kara's niece is involved in it. You know, my nephew Danny and Maggie, my, my niece. This is great stuff, folks. This is the future. This is the future, and they're very, very important, regardless what they do with this. It's building success in them already. Believe me. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you, and we take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Kara, I'm going to tell you all this again. You're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. And you're all genius. All of you. Kara, it was a great, great show. I'm glad you're on. Obviously, it's always an honor. And um, we'll resume next month. So thanks for coming in.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being
0: back on. Anytime. So, folks, as I said, this show will be up Sunday. So for Kara Shaw, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this, the world's asking something from you. We talked about that. Go out and do it. And you ask, too, because the more you can do for somebody, it's going to come back to you tenfold. Have a great weekend, and Kara and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see you next time.